Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. And I'm Scott, your cold beer enthusiast. Welcome to episode 90 of Beer Nation Podcast. And on this wonderful 30-degree day here in Toronto, we are here with Luke LaFontaine, founder and brewer at Godspeed. My friend, thank you for having us. Hey, nice to have you guys. Thank Pleasure you. being here. Pleasure man. to be here. This is such a dope place, man. Congrats on this one. How old? Uh, when did you open? Uh, I opened uh, July 7th, uh, 2017. So it's going to be a year soon. Nice. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I was jumping right into it, but are you doing any uh, anniversary yeah, festivities? I'm gonna, you know what? Yeah. I'm. Uh, see all these barrels here? I was supposed yeah. to. Uh, I was supposed to uh, have some beers in. In bottles, but uh, I've been too busy. So, uh, so there will be a few, a few of those beers uh, in kegs on tap only nice. uh, here. But apart from that, no, you know, it's like just low key. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this business is is based built on you know simplicity, and so for the first one, it's just like not nothing really special. Just invite friends. Hopefully, uh, a lot of people will come and just. Good out. friends, good beer, hang yeah, out, have yeah, a good exactly. time. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, we have a ton of questions, but before we get into everything... First things first. Let's, let's talk about this beer. All right. What do we have here, my friend? So we have Otsukare uh, Sama. It's, uh, it's my first flagship beer. It's a uh, Dormunder. Okay. German so style? Germ- yeah, German lager. Uh, I love German style beers. So uh, actually my favorite styles of beer. So I brew a lot of them. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's funny because I I brew this a little bit as a joke because when we were in the construction uh, uh, on the construction uh, time uh, we were drinking dab and uh, yeah so my dad came to visit me one day and he just brought me a bag of dabs from LCBO so we just two dollars a can yeah, great yeah, bang for yeah, your buck yeah that was the only beer allowed in here for like six months so, it was, so when it was time to brew say what, what do we brew we said let's yeah. brew a Dortmunder it was a bit of a joke but it became the flagship nice. and it's like everybody wants it now right so, classic yeah so you cheers know very cheers. very clean uh, get it clean, in. clean crisp uh, German lager yeah man solid you know that's an all-day so, type thing right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's this, like uh, 4.5? 4.8. 4. Yeah. Nice, nice and, bitterness to it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. You know, it's it's a little too bitter for Dortmunder. You know, I'm not going to, probably never going to send my beers to, uh, to, oh, to be judged to, under, to competition. Uh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I can play a little bit with this style. Yeah. So this is about 30, 32 IBUs. You know, okay. Dortmunder is not supposed to be over 29. I appreciate it though. I like it. It so, brings a little something more yeah, it's a little to different, it. Right? Yeah. yeah, a little bit of minerality too from the, mm-hmm. the water. So the you know I, every every beer I do, I I adjust the water profiles mm-hmm. and I put a lot of lot of uh, minerals in there. So sick man. Yeah, I love it. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna start with uh, the history. You are a man who has been around for a long time. Yeah, we're not saying you're old. You've been in the yeah, beer game. Yeah, right. Saying you're no jeep. Saying you're no time. People call me the, the new kid on the block. You know, <laughs> I like. I can, actually, yeah, I, I am right. Yeah, yeah, I like. Yeah. I like it. You know, I've been. Um, 
Yeah, I've been in this industry since 2001. Okay. And I started home brewing in 1991. So, you know, it's been like 27 years. So, like, way before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way before uh, internet. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, how'd you get into yeah. home brewing then? How did that start? Uh, you know, it's, um, I, I became like uh, interested in, you know, at that time was not craft beer, it was imported beers. And I had my older brother's. Uh, three years and a half three years and a half older than me so we used to go to SAQ together and I just you know just naturally I just went for the you know the Duvel beer and uh, yeah and he he got me a Duvel and I cracked this at home and said okay this is this is a revelation so it started like that and uh, you know 1991 was college not legal yet but uh, (laughs) but uh, yeah my dad allowed us to to brew me and a friend and yeah we started on brewing you know and slowly I you know I travel around the world you know, seeking beer styles and, uh, and you know, until, you know, when Dude opened in 1998, I saw them in uh, Chambly Beer Festival. They were not even open yet. So I, I met them and uh, I drank their beer. They had like a Blanche de Septembre and, uh, okay. and I just fell in love with that and they invite me to their uh, opening. And uh, when I went there and I told them one day I'm gonna work for you guys. That was in 1998. So um, after I went for, I went to Australia. It's where I learned uh, to to uh, to speak English actually. Yes. <laughs> like, you from Montreal? Yeah, I'm from. Yes. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm from. Um, <coughs> oh, from uh, I'm from uh, Ottawa actually, on the Quebec side, from oh, Gatineau. Yeah. So I moved. I moved to Montreal in 1993. I went to university uh, right. in Montreal. So you know, even though you grew up in Ottawa, you didn't have to speak English really then. Yeah, a little, a, a little bit. Yeah, but not too much. Not too much. I mean, you know, we don't. I didn't learn anything in in the English uh, classes, classes <laughs> because you know, it's like it's a provincial program. So yeah. for us, I was, you know, I was watching the Flintstones and that <laughs> every day. And uh, so, yeah, my, my English was very basic. I could understand, but I cannot really express myself gotcha. that much. So, yeah, so yeah, I moved to Montreal '93, and uh, yeah, and became, uh, you know, I started working with UCL on. April 29, 2001. So when I came back from uh, from Australia, I told them I'm gonna work for you. I was writing them letters, you know, from Australia. <laughs> you know, I didn't Before have email. Eh? I, I yeah. didn't have email at that time, and you know, I, I kept in touch with them. And uh, so yeah, I came back, and and they hired me. And you know, I started as a waiter. Uh, you know, a few months later, you know, GF was not ready to uh, uh, to allow anybody in his brewery. <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, you know, slowly, you know, we we got along very well. So I start to do like CIPs and stuff, you know, like just, just like uh, patching the holes, you know, and um, and yeah. Taxi. <laughs> Would have heard that in the show. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that in Australia? If someone drops a glass at like a bar, you yell at taxi. No, I forgot about no? that. No, sorry. No, 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 we did it a few times okay. uh, last night at the Liquid yeah, Arts yeah, Festival. Okay. Three, three drops. Yeah. yeah. No one does that. Yeah. We need to. We need to catch up. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spend too long on a on a question. But anyways, hey, that's that. Uh, your podcast, bro. Yeah. So say so yeah. So I I made my way up there. Yeah. Uh, you know, start brewing, and it, when it really starts happening for me, it's uh, when Production Brewery opened in Saint Jerome. Mm-hmm. So right. you know, so I kind of like I start to take care of the brew pub. So for me, I always been brew pub guy yeah. so I was you know I ended up starting to elaborate recipe make recipes and stuff and uh, testing any ingredients or new yeast that we want to try you know and uh, so we, we didn't want to do it on the 
you know, on the 25X in Saint Jerome. I was propagating all the yeast for uh -huh. both both uh, both breweries too, and uh, yeah, it lasted till 2012 when I, you know, sadly left. You know, I I left because you know I I had Japan in mind since 2003, and uh, so if I don't do this, I'm you know I'm gonna be mad at myself uh, all my life. So I had to I had to leave and live a dream of opening a brewery in Japan, which I did. Uh, with a lot of struggles, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah, I opened in 2014. But by the time I opened, I was I was already decided to come back here. Okay. Yeah. So what was that uh, brewery called? Uh, Ushitora. It's what? still it's still operating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing you still very own well. It or you no, them? no. Yeah, I I was uh, I was one third uh, one third. Uh, yeah, and I I sold it and uh, back here and opened Godspeed. Nice. What did yeah. you, What did you learn from? Uh, like the Japanese side, I mean, that must be intense going to another country with completely. Is, is there a craft beer scene over there, or? Yeah, yeah, there is. You know, there is a, you know, a big uh, boom in the in, in the ninety, uh, you know, nineties, mm -hmm. nineties. After that, it kind of dropped, uh, and now it's reviving. Like this year, there's about uh, hundred new breweries in uh, in uh, in Japan. That's yeah, are they, are they making beers similar to the beers that you're making here? No, no, no. They're make they're really, you know, they like what the American are doing. Oh, right okay. now. So you know, now they're trying to make New England IPAs. <laughs> yes, yeah. they're not very successful. Like, like everyone else, right? Uh, yeah, sorry if they they listen to this in Japan. Uh, but yeah, they'll get there. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I, I made the first sour beer in Japan, you know, wow. in 2014. So they're they're way behind. Right. Um, it's you know, I, I think it's sad that they're trying to replicate what we do here because they have so many beautiful ingredients and mm -hmm. a few breweries do some some beers. You know, they they get the yeast from the from the cherry blossom wow. and nice. ferment with that and gives a very unique taste. They could do a lot of very unique stuff but they don't I don't know why they don't I feel do like it. the Japanese people if they keep trying they get it right and end up doing it better than everyone else yeah. so just give them some time maybe and yeah. I think they'll uh, catch up and yeah it's, inter it's interesting because I always thought that you know for it anything I, I saw the, the best bossa nova bands you know in japan and it's crazy but I, for some reason with the beer they're not they're not there yet i mean it's getting interesting but but not not quite yet so you obviously have a love for japan the yeah. culture the country yeah um and it's obviously had an influence on your brewing i feel like uh the godspeed has that kind of you know crisp clean easy drinking well-made uh, beer um did you take a lot of inspiration from the culture? Yeah, and bring it here. Yeah, I think so. You know, like in, it's funny because the Japanese they they say that probably in a, in another life I was Japanese because I have like a they say I have a Japanese art. Yeah. yeah, but you know I always been like very uh, you know simple and minimalist and uh, and you know Godspeed is all about that. It's about you know I I, I say to everybody there's two key words is refined simplicity. So and. But I was already simple, but the Japanese kind of refined right. what I what I had in me. So you know, I came back here, and that's what I that's what I do. You know, and you see my space and and my beer, and that's that's what it is. You know, I'm trying to do uh, trying to do some very uh, uh, you know simple, humble mm -hmm. beers. Okay. Yeah. What did what did the Japanese sort of interest stop? 
like had you been there so, before? Yeah, yeah. So I took, a, you know, at the beginning at, at UCL when I was, I didn't have that many responsibilities. Uh, you know, it's like a, in 2003, 2004, I took, I took a year off. Yeah, so I said, okay, I'm going rock climbing. I used to rock climb big time. So I went to southern Thailand to rock climb. Nice, nice. And uh, I met a bunch of Japanese there and started to have a lot of fun with them. I said, you know what, I need to go there. I need to go there. He was calling me, so I just got a return ticket from Bangkok to Japan. I ended up, I ended up like uh, staying six months. Nice. And obviously, first thing I start looking for is breweries. Yeah. So I made a lot of brewers friends, and it's it started there. And a good good friend of mine, he's uh, he's been like for 30 years now in Japan. Mm. Lives in an old silk farm in the mountains. So I end up living with him. He's a silk master. He makes like. He makes uh, silk, uh, you know, grow uh, silk from silkworms, and and he make like a indigo from the indigo plants. The color, he does like tie dyed stuff. It's intense. So I taught he he taught me all of that, and I just fell in love with the culture, and I just end up going back every year. Every holidays I had since 2004 was Japan. Wow. Nice. So it just you know it was making sense that one day I was going to uh, move there, and. Uh, but I wanted, I didn't want to work for a Japanese company, I wanted to work for myself. Right. So that's why I decided to open the brewery. And what was the reason that you sort of got out? Like what was the... Um... Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, I'm a brewer, you know, and I love Japan. So I went, you know, I, I went there as a, a little bit as a innocent, uh, uh, you know, uh, Western and, 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 and entrepreneur, right? So I was right. not, I was, I didn't have the entrepreneur in me. Um, so I just, I just throw myself there and, you know, partnership with two great guys. I mean, my ex-partners are amazing, but they were in business together for two years, uh, for seven years. And uh, I went there and, you know, minority, obviously, uh, 30, 33% of my, my brewery. And, uh, you know, they tell me they told me we're never gonna interfere in what you do and stuff. And you know, it's kind kind of changed slowly. Of course, um, they they attract me there. You know, they say we have the financing, we have the visa. It took me 14 months to get my visa. Uh, it it took like we didn't have the financing, so we have to go see friends. You know, to ask for money, and they were coming with you know piles of cash like this. Oh, and uh, so yeah, and it was, yeah, it was tough and. Yeah, but a very, very good learning process. You know, right. if I would, I would never exchange it for anything. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why, but why this exists. I, this exists. You know, it's because of that. It cost me a lot of money to learn, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's all worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all good. Some of the beers we actually spoke about this drunkenly last week <laughs> at uh, <laughs> at GDCL. Um, what are some of the beers? Because this is what I was trying to understand. I feel like when. Godspeed was coming up uh, as it was being, uh, you know, you're together in the yeah. work, thank you. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of hype about it, and because you were the guy from GCL that was coming in. Yeah. What were some of the, like, the, the beers that you sort of had a, a hand in creating for GCL? Can I ask that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, a few, you know, like I, like I think I was saying, you know, I'm trying to try to say what I exactly what I said uh, <laughs> was, was what 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. that 9.5 percent you know like most I would say all all the popular all the popular beers that you know hang around uh, from Dude CL it's it's not my 
it's not my recipes. It's mostly JF, you know, like mm -hmm. Peche. Yeah. Peche is, um, you know, we first brewed it in 2001, mm -hmm. and you yeah. know, I was like barely at UCL yet. You know, right. I was arriving there. So, um, so one one that I made that it's uh, they kept it uh, in the momentum is uh, Isaki Nicho. Yes, yeah, like the uh, Imperial uh, Dark Saison. So that that was our first collaboration. And JF didn't nice. want to do collaboration. I pushed him. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was a collaboration with Shigakogen, a good good uh, good friend uh, from Japan, from uh, Shigakogen Brewery. Uh, so that's one of them. Uh, and apart from that, you know, like all the beers. I mean, we've worked. Well, like I was saying, you know, it's, and it's like like I'm trying say to my staff here too you know like writing a recipe takes me 10 minutes you know it takes 10 minutes to write a recipe but it's the whole the whole work you know behind right. it that makes what it what it, makes beer, it what it is what, what yeah. it is right so and me and jf we're working a lot you know together you know we i would he didn't have time to he didn't have time to create new things and after a while he was you know he was a ping pong ball between the two the two breweries so you know he he gave me a lot of freedom and uh, so you know we kind of there's a lot of recipes that we tweaked together throughout the years but you know uh, for recipe wise I mean the credit is not is doesn't doesn't go to me well wow. but but like people at, at one point it was getting problematic at DDC because people would say okay what did you make and what did Z made and because we're the two guys you know doing, doing this and say we start to say you know this is a teamwork right you know it's a teamwork it's not about who makes what who right makes what. you know jeff's the owner i'm not yeah i mean he should he should get the credit right um but for me in the future i'm not gonna you know now i brew all my beers but i'm not gonna take the credit just for myself right. you know because i have so people working hard here right. to right to uh you know for this beer to to happen so, yeah, so for, a, yeah. a bit more about the beer we have yeah. um uh, a bunch here. Uh, these are your three flagship yeah, beers. Yeah, the three flagship. You know, it's uh, it's interesting because if I look at my business plan, you know, enough people were asking me at the beginning, what what, what are you going to brew? What is going to be your flagship? And I said, I don't know. And because I, it kind of works itself out, right? Yeah, I just go with the flow. And yeah. still now, I mean, these three beers, I have to I have to brew them all the time now because uh, I I sell it almost like five. 5,000 liters of it per month, you know, it's crazy for so a group, but nice, uh, yeah. uh, I have a few licensees too, but uh, yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to make it a tea beer, obviously, because um, I kind of ad adopted the tea field in Japan. <laughs> we should definitely wow. talk about that too. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I was making a beer, so when I left UCL, I asked the guys for one thing, you know, to all my... Japanese uh, line of beers that I was mm. making at UCL, I, I asked them to get back the names because right. I want to use them here. But right. I say, keep the recipe, I don't right. care about right. the recipe. So I was making an Ochamena beer in uh, at UCL, but it was kind of more like a alt style with green tea. Okay. So now I revisited it. I do a, I do a green tea IPA, but it's the exact same That's tea. Good. Yeah, nice. So, um, so yeah. this is your tea from your adopted tea farm in Japan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in an IPA. Yeah. Super so cool. Just came back from uh, just came back from Japan. So I will go every year at end of May. Our second over is about 100 kilos of dry tea. Mm -hmm. So it's about 500 to 600 kilos of uh, wet leaf. 
and we process their dry. I've always wondered, is it like, do you make the tea and then brew the beer with the tea, or the tea leaves added like after in the bright tank? What do you thing? think? I would say after. It would only make sense for me after, but because I think it would get too much of a kind of tartness yeah, or yeah, tannic. like tannins. Yeah. So I'm trying to avoid the tannins. I want a tiny, tiny bit of it. Yeah. But not too much, right? Um, and when I work with an ingredient, I mean, I I, I use I use ingredients, you know almost like the same way. So I like to build layers of flavors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I use it in the, on the cold side, yeah. I use it in the hot side too. Cool. And I, you know, I infuse it at the exact temperature that I want, that right. I feel. So, you know, people will like a more, you know, more bitter tannic uh, tea, mm -hmm. so that, you know, you infuse at almost 100. But yeah. for me, I drop the temperature where I want it to be, where I'm satisfied. So, yeah, so after work, well, there, there's, I do different ways. Actually, right. it's a very complex beer when I when I when I when I think about it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty intense. It's Lots probably my most complex beer that yeah. I make. You know, because it's just for the, the tea infusions and stuff, and the way that I hook everything. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I've I've had other green tea beers before, and I've always like, well, I don't taste the green tea. It's not there, but this one, I it's there. It's nice. It's, yeah. It has that kind of earthy flavor, and uh, I think it lends itself well. You, you wouldn't think so, but it lends itself well to an IPA style. That's what people think, uh, you know, a lot of people are scared, you know, it's like, oh, we're to IPA and they try it and everybody gets hooked, you know, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's very, it's, I never thought it would be that popular, but, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, why <laughs> not, it, yeah. right? Um, after that, the Yuzu, uh, it's, it's funny, I'm stuck with that beer now. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to be like a seasonal and, um, because my goal is to make a saison, a rotation of uh, Japanese citrus saisons. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Japan has so many uh, citrus to offer. Mm -hmm. right. So I started with the Dai Dai, and after that the Yuzu, and I wanted to jump straight into the Sudachi. Oh, okay. But now everybody wants the Yuzu. <laughs> they like so the I'm stuck with it. Foods. But now I just released the Sudachi on tap. Now it's right. very different, it's right. beautiful. Okay. Um, He's been dying to try that, I know. He's been eyeing it the whole time. The UZ yeah. as well. I had a nested one, and it was like, I was yeah. like what is this flavor? Yeah, 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 yeah. so life. good. Yeah, UZ is beautiful. It's like, it's an aromatic bomb, you know, and uh, it's great. So this is my, basically, it's my mimosa. You know, it's like yes. the, the patio yeah. beer is very light. Brunch it's, beer. It's crushable, yeah. you know. It's uh, yeah. not a lot of, you know, no, not a lot of body in there. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just like just nice, easy drinking, 4.1%. Right. And the Otsukaresama, which we're drinking now. Which is this bad boy. And if you look at um, at my branding there, so the... Um, Beautiful. Yeah, so my flagship. So everything that's going to be like a flagship. Full wrap. Yeah, so yeah. the full wrap. And you see the different designs there. So it's, this is just all... Like patterns. It's all yeah. designs that I made, actually. Oh, so nice. it's it's, uh, it's uh, like a tie-dyed indigo oh, pattern. It's called like a shibori in Japanese. So. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so this is like pieces of cotton like this, and we took pictures, and my uh, my graphic designer put it on the can, and we changed the color. You know, obviously we made it green mm -hmm. for the green tea, we made it yellow for right. the yuzu, but the actual color is indigo, like like this. That's so crazy. I thought, you know, I always want to do that. That was kind of a little thing that I that I want to do. So and it's different Very at cool, the same man. time. Yeah. All right. I yeah. love it. And then, of course, you've got the seasonals on either side or just sort of like occasionals or whatever you call Yeah, them. you know, like I say, I just go with the flow. You know, I don't even know the, the next seasonal beer I do. You know, it's just I'm going to probably it. decide next week or I'm going to dream about it. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so now there's, um, you know, I got two smoked beers in there. I love smoked beers. Uh, yeah, there's the Kemudi and the Ibushi. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's no. the Sora. Yeah, good. 
Yeah, that's Kimuri, yeah. Yeah. This one there. Yeah. There's smoke there's smoke malt in the uh, nice. in the collab with UCL too. I love smoked beers, you know. It's kind of a joke. I was putting smoked malt in all my beers, but now I, I stop. <laughs> yeah, people, uh, you either love it or hate it, I think. I personally quite yeah. enjoy it, but a lot of people are offended by, like, yeah. smokiness to but the you, beer. But you know what? I'm getting the people, like, slowly converting. Because, yeah, yeah because, you know, before, uh, while, I was, uh, while I was building um, Godspeed, I, was, I worked, like, for 14 months at Bar Hop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. On King Street there? And uh, the one on Peter. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was living when, you know, me and my wife, we, we came from Japan with uh, with six bags, you know, suitcase, yeah. three days at the hotel, nowhere to live. Wow. You know, that's my life. That's my lifestyle. <laughs> I, I like taking risks. And uh, so after that, I just end up, you know, I said, okay, we need to find somewhere to live very fast. So we got a condo there, just uh, renting a condo on Peter and Natalie. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, Rob, my good friend Rob from Bar Hop, told me that he was opening a new uh, new bar. I said, Hey, do you want to work? And they wanted to open a brewery too, so yeah. they kind of wanted to pick my brain too at the same time. I love that place. Uh, there yeah. all the time. I love it. So <laughs> all all this to say that you know I was bartending, so I I got to it was a very good experience because I got to feel you know what's going on in Ontario yeah and, uh, so that was part of the reasoning for working there too yeah exactly right so uh, so one thing that I've learned is smoke beers they don't they don't go very yeah. well in Ontario <laughs> yeah and I said you know what perfect I'm yeah gonna, I'm gonna make a lot you're of gonna it. be that guy <laughs> <laughs> so but the way that I, my approach is very subtle so you know it's it's very gentle smokiness and you know what people are loving it yeah. and I'm you know I got the smoke says on the fermenter now for the second time Sounds I'm brewing awesome. it and people are waiting yeah. For it, yeah, I so I'm very happy. It looks like I, I won my already won my battle. <laughs> I love it. So, this yeah. is kind of a good segue. I'll let you have a sip for a second because we're nearly finished. You've been talking mm. too much. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, guys. No, 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 no. This is we want you to talk a lot. This is, kind of, <laughs> this is the fun. It's kind of why we, do we get this. to drink and watch. <laughs> well, you, yeah. Well, you can cut, right? It's a show for you, us. You, you, yeah. you, the video will be cut. Yeah, the audio yeah, is straight. Yeah, okay. straight. Audio is raw. This will be cut. Okay, but, cool. Uh, it's all part of the fun. So right. I want to segue yeah. just to step back a little bit. So you moved back from Japan yeah. with every intention of starting a brewery. Yeah. You went to the hotel, got your condo, started working at Bar Hub. Talk us through how how long that sort of took to get from there to where we are now, where the idea came from for Godspeed, yeah. where, where the name came from, okay, cool. all of that. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, let's go back to Japan. So, like I said, I opened my brewery and I already, I made a, you know, a contract with my partners. We sign it, okay. Um, I'm gonna leave in December. I'm gonna open this brewery. I'm gonna train your staff and everything. And uh, I'm out at the end of December. And you guys, you have a year to find, you know, to find uh, the money to pay me back. And um, and uh, yeah, that's how that's how it happened. So in that that summer there, uh, that my last summer in Japan, I started to come to Toronto. I think I came four times to Toronto. So I already wow. starting to look for spaces. Because at the beginning, I was supposed to open. Um, people asked me why Toronto. Yeah. Um, you know. First of all, you know, I when I move on, I move on. You know, I don't I don't go back on my on my mm-hmm. steps, and mm-hmm. I would have find it really ridiculous to go open a brewery in Montreal. You know, where I work for my friends there for 12 years, right. and and I thought Toronto. So that's you know that's about four or five years ago when I decided I was coming back, mm-hmm. and Toronto had nothing to offer. I mean, Bellwoods were little babies still, yeah, you know, yeah. and I say why, you know, one of the 
biggest city in North America, the fourth or fifth biggest city in North America, yeah. has nothing to offer. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I said, I'm gonna come to Toronto, but there's these guys called uh, Moranas that own uh, Barvolo. Uh, Ralph, he was uh, after 27 years at his spot. Yeah, like they were destroying. Yeah, yeah, so he was losing his space. Mm. So he, we were supposed to open this together. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So that was the that was the goal. Mm -hmm. And I, me and Ralph, we're gonna open this. You know, I came back. I didn't. I, you know, I lost pretty much my money, all my money in Japan. Mm -hmm. I got a little bit back, but mm -hmm. it's not enough to to invest. So mm -hmm. you know, I told them, I told Morana, I say. You get the money in, and I build this thing. And, yeah. And so, anyways, with me and Ralph was still the best friends, but it just didn't didn't happen. Right. And, I, and I just took the lead, and uh, and uh, you know, so yeah, two years before I prior I open, you know, business plan, uh, market research. I visited about seventy five spaces before I found this one. Wow. Jeez. And I was so yeah, I was looking for a minimum five thousand square feet uh, space. This is eight thousand. Okay. And I wanted like a open space with nothing in it, yeah. high ceilings, yeah. you know, so I can build whatever I, I want, do I want. Yeah. So, so it took a long time, you know, decent rent price because we know that Toronto is getting yes. freaking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and with good landlords because there's no way that I'm going to give my money for 15, 20, 25 years to someone that I right. don't like. Yeah. So, and so I found it. Finally, it took yeah. a long time, um, you know, eight months of... Uh, of uh, lease uh, negotiations. Jeez. Yeah, so, yeah, because there's nothing in here, okay? So just was, uh, you're saying it was a dollar store? Yeah, but, yeah. But, they, but they put everything down and we found out. They buried everything under, they put a concrete <laughs> and us, we have to crush all the concrete and you don't want to know what we what found was under there. there. It was yeah. insane, yeah, it was not oh. cool. So, um, so you know, we we basically they they uh, they accept to split the leasehold improvements. So, oh. so yeah, so they they did fifty fifty. So they're that's very great. yeah they've been supporting me big time. That's great. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, that's you know financing. That's the other that's the other one, right? So um, it took a while. Went to see a few banks and uh, and uh, my, all my all my uh, my partners investors are from Quebec. Mm -hmm. So I'm. I'm a I'm a one man band right. here. It's kind of nice that they they allow they they have confidence in me, trust, trust in you. me. Yeah. So we just got the money and we finally got a bank that that uh, approved us. So when we started the construction in uh, December 2016, and I opened the door in uh, in July 2017. Nice. So it was pretty fast actually for construction because there's a lot of lot to do. Um, so I was the I was the general contractor. I designed everything, even designed my brew house. Nice. With, uh, so I got my pro model there behind. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's fun. You know, I I want to use the heights because uh, you know at Judeciel, I don't know if you've been in that basement there at the brew pub, but it's pretty tight. Uh, I, ba I bang my head many times. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. So I just use the heights so I can I can have easy access in the you know under to do maintenance and stuff. And uh, so. What else? The name? The name. All right. Yeah. The name. Godspeed. <laughs> no, I throw a lot at you. And the yeah. logo, too. I've always been uh, yeah. interested about the logo. Yeah, the logo is kind of boring story, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, like, I like Yeah. It. So the name... Um, yeah, we need a beer, right? <laughs> yeah, you need a beer. Uh, we can pause for it. Right? We can just grab one of these if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go for it. That's what you're going to do. I know C wants that. I, I, want, I, want, uh, I want some smoked. You want smoke? Yeah, maybe the smoke. Guy, right? Maybe the smoke pills. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, that's great. Sweet. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I'll take whatever you guys want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yuzu. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Yuzu. Save, save some for somebody else who wants something as well. What did you guys cutting? Talk, I mean, real quick, we'll just take a pause. Yeah, From I got the, uh, just, talk the Bushi Smoked Pilsner. And C has Ooh. the Yuzu, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Yuzu. So, do you want to talk about the beers now or we'll continue? Or, uh, yeah, then we can talk. Sorry, I was yeah. just saying. Uh, um, talk about the name. About yeah, the name okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay, so the name, you know, um, it took me probably three years to find the name. Uh, you know, at the beginning, I wanted to have a Japanese name. Mm-hmm. After that, so it'd be nice to have a French name too, you know. And I end up being an English name. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, in the craft beer industry these days, uh, if you decide on any English names, they're pretty much all taken. Right. right? Yeah, it's out of so, you know, I had a list of a bunch of stuff, and, um, and uh, Godspeed was. Uh, the reason I went for Godspeed is it was not taken, so I, you know, I just jump on the train mark. Yeah. But the real reason behind it is, you know, is is just a, a little bit of a kind of like a tribute to Dude Ciel, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, you know the whole French expression, Dude Ciel, and we don't really use anymore. But right. and I thought, and you know, Godspeed English old expression right. that we still use quite a quite a bit. Right. right? And the boat, boat expression have the, the word God in it, but they're not really uh, uh, related not really to, re- to religion. Right. So I thought it was a nice, you know, continu- continu- transition. Tra- transition. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's mainly the, uh, the reason. Um, after that, you know, obviously everybody thinks it's a band. And God, <laughs> God's PD Black Emperor. And it's funny because I, I used to follow them in the 90s because uh, my roommate, best friend, was a cello player for Godspeed. So, <laughs> so I started following them when they're really underground. Yeah, well, yeah. they're still underground. But, and, um, so, and the thing that I found out after that is they got their name from a Japanese movie, from the, oh, like so a B movie from the 70s. So Most many tie-ins, yeah. So, you know, and, um, and the other reason, the, and last, is, uh, you know, everybody was... You know, saying, oh, Luke's gonna open a brewery, it's gonna be crazy, you know, it's gonna be like, ah. And, um, and for me, it's just like opening a brewery in 2017, you know, it's yeah. like, uh, it's a pretty scary thing, is, you yeah. know, so I don't take anything for granted and I, I cross my finger, yeah. I tell myself Godspeed, you know, every day. So, <laughs> nice. so, yeah, so that's all the reason, but mainly, you know, to, yeah, to pay tribute to my, uh, you know, where, where it all started for me as a, as a brewer, you know, like to CL, you know, they, I, Feel like I owe a lot to, to these guys, you know. So it's yeah, kind of really to, cool, to pay well, my respect. I like what you guys are doing here too with the the, the three thirty mil cans. Are they three thirty mil? Three fifty five. Three fifty five mil cans. Yeah. yeah. Was this intentional? Like you, oh, you yeah. have a right. So the, totally. your look is like the kind of the short can, the low ABV beers, but just really crisp, clean, well made. Yeah. I feel like there's not a ton of that going around in Toronto right now. Well, so now it's, it's every, very unique, in my opinion. It was kind of unique when I started it, and you know I. I, I've been saying it like two, three years ago. I said I'm gonna go with small cans. Yeah. Um, you know, and Ontario was all about was was all about tall boys. Yeah. And I say you know what I want to do totally different. And uh, for me, when I drink a tall boy, sometimes I think oh, it's too much. You know. Near the end, so, it's like. And yeah, obviously, yeah. I talk a lot, so it gets warm. <laughs> it, it, it gets warm. Yeah. And uh, no, I want to go for the small, and everybody loves it. And uh, I had a yeah, I had a lot cool. of problem though at the beginning with uh, the price point though. Ah, right. You know, everybody was you know obviously I cannot compete with Great Lakes and yeah. Amsterdam and people say, yeah. well, "Why your beer is three twenty-five and it, we can get two eighty-five, you right. know, or a can yeah. of Canuck at the." 
Well, I say because look, I'm 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 new. I'm small. Uh, costs are high. I mean, that's for me. That's a fair price. And yeah. Hopefully, people uh, uh, dig in. in yeah, it, you understand. Know. Yeah, understand. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. We'll quick photo. I do this all the time for their reviews. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, <laughs> apologies. Um, okay, this is it. Yeah, sorry, that's going to keep happening. That's going to keep happening. Um, so the logo Scott was asking about before. Yeah. I know you said it was boring, but we want to hear. So, yeah, it's really sad. I was, um, you know, I work with a, my first illustrator. Now I work with a Japanese girl. Uh, she's based in Toronto. She's amazing. We work together. We just, you know, we... Uh, we spend half an hour and we, we design a, we design the logo, yeah, brand it, you know, we brand a can. And, but the first guy, guy from Ottawa, super cool, you know, we have the same background, old, old school skateboarders. And uh, so we, I thought we were going to do well together. But anyways, he, he came to me with a nice presentation, like 32 page presentation at the beginning. And boom, that was the logo on it. Right. And um, the only thing I told him, and I wanted to be inspired by the stamp, you know, in Japan, it's called yes. Anko. So when I go to bank in Japan, I don't sign. I I, I use my stamp. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like a round round red yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I wanted to inspire that. And he took the he took the boat because you know Godspeed supposedly uh, historically is when the you know like the um, explorers were going on the yeah. you know to whatever fine lands and stuff or long long trips on the sea. You know, the priests would, would say, like, Godspeed. Don't they say that to astronauts, too, when they're going up to... Uh, maybe yeah, anyone on a journey. I, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the boat, I thought it was pretty cool. And yeah. um, it also looked like a um, like a five-story uh, Japanese temple there, in a way, too. Wow. So, you know, I said, oh, you know what, why not? I said, I said, let's go for it, because if not, I mean, I won't be able to decide, and I'm going <laughs> to open, and I'm going to get out of the Well, I need something, right? Yeah, and you know what, I really... Um, learn how to like it. At the yeah. beginning, I was kind of hesitant, but now I really like it. Yeah, yeah it's cool. So, yeah. It's good. Yeah. So coming back to the beers, then. Yeah. Um, now I feel like we have the the history solidly out of the way. Um, there was a there was like so much hype. I was, I was telling you the other night, but like when we spoke to Nicole from Sweetgrass, she asked Nicole, yes. she's awesome. Yeah. She was telling us about you back in it would have been two years ago. It would have yeah. been like May 2016 when we did that podcast with her. Yeah. And she was saying that you helped her, so him and her Nathan, a lot with the recipes for the um, the stout they did. Yeah, the shag bark. I, yeah, I, yeah. I created the shag bark for them, and uh, I tweaked. You know, they they've been having it. They're having a little bit of, of problems. You know, they're changing uh, brewery to uh, yeah. to, to yeah. do their uh, you know their the golden ales. Yeah. I kind of tweak. I was tweaking the recipe for for different uh, you know brew houses and yeah. uh, brew size. Um, yeah, yeah, they're it's they're amazing people. people. Yeah, and they, they have my beer all you know all yeah. the time. Yeah, nice. the all spot. Nice. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of like there was hype. That was kind of where we first heard about that you were here. But I knew who you were before this. Yeah, I didn't really understand your like role in everything, which I don't even understand. I don't even understand it. <laughs> you know, it's 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 so funny. I mean, why I you know I always say you know I'm. <laughs> We're just we're just small particles in the universe, right? Doing what we love to do, and that's that's what I do. That's and true. it it's you know like the the whole dude sale thing, you know. It's like uh, you know I, I guess it's stuck with me forever, right? <laughs> you know, even six years later, uh, like being attached to such a like a world famous. Yeah. yeah, and you, you know it's you know I'm like I said I'll take it, but you know I did not plan it, right? People. Yeah. People create the, the the hypes, right? The uh, and I don't. Mm -hmm. For me, I focus on my thing, and uh, 
and there's this guy like uh, you probably know Ben Johnson yes yeah. so Ben got me a little bit of trouble like and I didn't even know this guy that much and he asked me a few questions and one night at Bellwoods and uh, anyways put he put the things on online and you know I haven't even signed my lease yet and, no. and the next day like my telephone just cannot stop ringing like you know the star and everybody wants to talk to me I say no yeah. I'm you know I'm not even <laughs> close to be open you know it's probably gonna be a year year and a half and so it's it started like that and there's been a crazy hype you know that uh, the GCL guys coming GCL guys coming which you know there's a disadvantage but an advantage well, too you yeah. know but yeah so I didn't really post anything if you look at my Instagram and stuff I didn't right. post anything until right. about 13 hours before I opened my space right yeah it's, uh, did, did he take your words out of context or something or did he just say things too much he might have said a little too much but yeah. he but he told me but you know what it's also my fault because mm -hmm. I didn't know he was that popular, and uh, you know he, he, he writes for some big newspapers. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I, but I didn't know. You know, when I came in Toronto, I just right. you know we were coming with with UCL for for events, you know, once or twice per year. But I re I didn't know everybody. Right. Yeah. So I said he says, "Oh, can I put that on my thing?" So yeah, yeah, go for it. Right. And uh, and boom. Not realizing. Yeah. It. Right. Not okay. realizing it. And he texts me next morning. He said, "Well, man, I just posted this. There's ten thousand people who just saw it, and it's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you know." So when we met, it was probably last, about a year and a bit ago, we met Brandon, who was one yeah. of the brewers here, when he was consulting at Lalo, and he, we did our first collab with him. And he, at the time, he was like, and this kind of explains why he was super secretive about, like, like off, we did a podcast with him as a part of Lalo, and he would not say anything on the edge, don't mention the name, like, it was super, like, and even off, uh, off air. He was sort of very, um, what's the word, just cautious. Yeah. And like, not that we are, maybe because of that, which is completely understandable, we don't do that type of stuff because it's not the nature of the, yeah. the type of like, work we do, but um, it kind of explains now why he was sort of like, hey, just, you know, yeah. I'm yeah. doing some stuff, you, you that type of thing. <laughs> because of that hype around it. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was really intense. It was crazy, and you know what, it's, um, and I never, know how to send you know even today I don't know how to deal with these things and I feel uncomfortable and people come to me and you know I always say it I want to be successful I don't want to be popular yeah you know, I don't I want to be I want to be a successful uh, entrepreneur I you know mm -hmm. brewer uh, but you know it's like sometimes it's, it goes hand in hand yeah you know it, yeah and I just don't know how to how to react with that you know it's because yeah. you know we're all we're all human beings I'm not doing anything like uh, you know it's like it's, yeah uh, you know that's what it is so uh, so yeah I wanted I just stayed focused and not really talked about it too much and uh, and, and yeah gonna let it do it yeah. so one of the other side of the hype was that I think and we spoke about this as well the other night was that people were surprised for better or worse, I guess, about the types of beer that you were making. Yes. yes. So it was more like everyone's like, yo, guys, it was, it was a like, big shock to everyone. In. Yeah. I think they expected DDC, and then you kind of came with a different look, right? Yeah. Once again, this refined what? simplicity that yeah. people were yeah. like, I don't know what they were expecting. Barrel aged sours and 10% stouts. Like, I don't yeah. know what. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny because people say, oh, you know, any sours? Say, I start brewing like two months ago. I mean, like, what do you want from me, bro? Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> right? So, uh, you Get know, it's just like, you know, good things come with patience. You know, I yeah. always say, I always say it. Uh, I think people are not patient enough these days. I agree. Uh, 
But um, yeah, and the things that people don't know about Zutziel, about us, you know, a lot of people they just know like, okay, like the solstice, the peche. Yeah. But if you come at the brew pub, uh, I was brewing 50 different styles of yeah. beer per year. I was making a lot of English style beers, you know, we were yeah. making an ESB a mild a bit, you know. We always did that. And uh, so it's, it's nothing new. And for me, you know, JF is more, well, he, he changed now, but back in the days, the fun thing about me and JF is we would balance the menu because I was more like on more crushable, sessionable beer. Right. And JF, he likes the high gravity stuff. He liked yeah. the high gravity stuff. Yeah. So, oh, we had, so we had like a, a nice, a nice balanced right. menu. Uh, so I always, you know, this is in, this is in me, it's in my heart, you know, that's what I love to do. I'm, I'm going to pull some, some higher, sure. some, some crazier beers, you know, but... It's too early days. You know, and... Like I said, you know, I, I end up just like having three three flagship beers. I had only four fermenters. I had to brew these beers all the time. I had just yeah. one fermenter for uh, for flexibility, and obviously, I want to have some different beers because I I'm a group of and I want to. But now it's kind of good. I'm catching up. I got these little fermenters there too. I do some some um, you know some small batches, so I can have uh, 12 beers on tap. So I have 12 beers on tap right now. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's funny, and I and I did it a little bit on purpose. You know, I my first, my second uh, Instagram. You know, I said, okay, Godspeed opening tomorrow. Three beers on, three beers available. Yeah. I didn't say what. Right. You have to and show up uh, to find oh, out. people, people got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> we waited online for Dortmunder a dry stout in a in yeah. an old school IPA. What the yeah. fuck is that? You know. <laughs> and uh, and the price, you know, it's too expensive for what it is. Yeah. And, uh, which I don't agree actually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that's uh, everybody has their own opinion. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. What, do you, what do you think those expectations came from then? Like, if they're like. So it was more just like, you like tell the me. hype kind of like created its own little monster. Like I think also what you did is you didn't <laughs> go with what was expected to you, which was obviously a shock to everyone. Mm -hmm. But you're doing what you do very well, so I think yeah. people will eventually warm up to what you're doing and your yeah. styles and stuff like people that. People are, you know, like uh, more like if I talk about the beer geeks, you know, they it's cool. They came here one day, there were about 20 people, and I gave them a tour, and I, you know, I, I explained them, I went deeper you know and philosophy and everything and you know they they got out of here and they understand, Start understand right they understand exactly. now you know so slowly people and, getting it. and you know what I mean these styles of beer I, I feel that it's it's you know the, the the lagers and stuff it's all it's all coming back to how you we, we, we feel it now right yeah. so because of you guys uh, actually like, yeah you're controlling absolutely. absolutely yeah I don't know you know it's more popular now like I find that even I'm more interested every time we talk to brewers brewers always talking about dry hop lagers and just like yeah, yeah. like lighter styles now, I'm more I, I just had a fantastic yeah. smoked yeah, prisoner right? and I'm like yeah. you can't get that in many other places around here so yeah. and you know for me too you know it's the type of beer I want to I want to drink you know I'm a single owner I brew all the beer here. I have 20 employees. You know, I take care of the accounting. I need to get my. my I have, need to have my head straight, right? <laughs> yeah, you got I cannot afford like drinking all right. these all these crazy beers. And obviously, I drink almost every day. Well, like I, yeah. I, I taste my beer <laughs> every explosion. every day in the yeah, ferment in the fermenter. Yeah, that's yeah. that's you know, unless unless I'm away. But uh, yeah, that's. So that's the type of beer. That's the brewers, you know. That's the brewers type of beer. Right. And every every brewer that comes here tells me, you know, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, it's, of course. That's what we want to. That's exactly what we want to brew. So, so needless to say, there's no uh, milkshake IPA in the works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. 
I don't even know how to make a milkshake at the end. Damn it! Um, yeah, I was waiting for that bit. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you know what? Some people make it amazingly well. You know, yeah. like our good friends at Bellwood. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I'm not. I'm not stepping on that on that ground. It's and, not your uh, and, area no. of expertise. So. No, and it's it's interesting because you know I'm, I don't have I don't have a hard time to sell my beers, which is which is great. I'm very happy, you know, because I I take a lot of risk, you know, to brew some some of the style mm -hmm. I brew, especially on a big on a big scale like this. You know, we're you know I got 50, 50 hectoliter tanks, you know, in, big, in a brew pub. Bigger so than I anticipated. It's probably one of the biggest brew pub. You know, yeah. I don't I don't. And you're so, not even a year old. No, 11 months, yeah, so, uh, so it seems like people are, are liking it, are loving it, you know, like I, I export, I start exporting in the U.S. a little bit. Nice. And it seems like, uh, you know, the Americans are buying my German-style lagers to put on tap in, 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 wow. in America, go figure. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it seems like there's a space on, you know, on the, on the menu for that, because it seems like everybody kind of brewing the same thing now. Yeah, right. So... <laughs> so yeah, that I'm, makes more sense. I'm, I'm happy to. Do I need to like picture. Yeah, do the picture. Yeah. You know the drill, guys. Oh, that's a good face. <laughs> um, yeah, and also it's just sort of as we're sort of talking. I guess like it's one of those things where it's like beer right now seems to be very trend focused, for better or worse. I mean, I quite enjoy it because I like the fun, crazy shit. Like mm -hmm. you know, glitter beer is dumb, but it's fun. It's fun. It's beer. But at the same token, the classic stuff like. You're not going to. These aren't going anywhere, and I think yeah. that's probably also. Is that is that part of the inspiration? As far as like you know that you can keep making these forever. Like these would never go out of style. Yeah, I hope so. Right? I hope so. I think so, right? I mean, it'll I mean, like ever well, flow, but like especially the German stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. German German style beer are not going anywhere for sure. Uh, uh, is that the, the right way to say it in English? Yeah. Or they're yeah, they're yeah, they, they, yeah. They, 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 they'll stick around forever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the yuzu and the ochame, uh, let's see. That's how you say it, ochame? Uh, ochame, yeah. Ah, I was always wondering. Ochame is, uh, ochame is, a, is an expression uh, that means like unique or can mean also cute. Uh, okay. <laughs> My wife calls me like that. <laughs> calls me ochame. <laughs> that explains your Instagram. Your Instagram handle. Yeah, yeah, it's ochame yeah. bim, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always just wondered what so, it was and I saw the name because like, that's how I knew you. From that, and then I saw the, the thing. I'm like, ah, okay, maybe it means like something with the T. Yeah. No, well, the thing quite. is, the thing is, if you look at it, so the the kanji, like the the symbols, yes. cha is T. So there's ah. the T character in the expression. Oh, okay. so it's kind it's of perfect. like a play, yeah. play yeah. word. A lot of, uh, deep meanings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You and think about this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's kind of sama. I I, I want to tell the story yeah, too please. because of yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of sama is it, every Japanese say that word at least once mm -hmm. in a day okay so it's like, uh, means like good day of work you know after uh, after a hard day of work and what they do the japanese they will go to the sakaya or the bar and mm -hmm. they will order so like the first beer after work it's you know good, that good job good day at work so yeah. my flagship my door wonder is like like you know like like boom because uh that's yeah, really we, cool. Do you have uh, like other descriptions of this on the menu, or are people just asking all the no, time? And you gotta keep I telling don't. the story over. You know what? I'm um, I'm getting there. I, you know, I'm I'm still a, I'm still a little baby. I'm yeah. uh, I'm learning every day. You know, people want to hear stories, and, right. I'm, and I'm trying to again. I'm trying to keep it very simple. Right, right. But I, you know, 
I, I posted on Instagram one time, you know, the Ochame comes from my, my tea feeling, everybody went nuts. Right, right. And, you know, so you should, you have to tell those stories and, you know, it's so well, cool then, man. Don't be shy. And, yeah. well, listen to episode 90, so stop bugging Bim and he doesn't have to tell the story <laughs> yeah, a million you just times. Tell you, just tell guys, you tell him right here. There's an hour and a half of it. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it again. I'm done. You just play this on the tour. Just send him the link, yeah. Send him the link. You know what I mean? It's like a documented one time. Yeah. Um, no, that's it. I, I, get, I know it's probably going back again, but just yeah. how do you, how does one adopt the tea field in Japan? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, you know, that village where it all started for me, so I was saying that Canadian guy that lives in, uh, in, uh, in Japan for 30 Making years. Soak. Yeah, so I luckily I met this guy on my second day ever in Japan, and it was January 30th. I'm, I'm very good with dates. <laughs> and, Same uh, with this guy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I end up like, I end up going, you know, driving the car in this little, in this little road in the mountain, and it's snowing, and I say, where are we going? And I arrive there. It's like an old, you know, like the old Japanese style mm-hmm. uh, house, and say, so, you know, that's exactly why I came to Japan. Right. And you know, we're we're there. There's no central eating, nothing, yeah. and we're little candles, and with the kerosene stove, and we're we're grilling awesome. some fish on top of the stove, so and good. and drinking like unfiltered sake, <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah. So it's all started there. So I lived six months in that village, and this guy became my you know basically my best friend, and I, mm. he taught me so many things. So you know, going back there, going back there, and it's it's a like. This village is about 10 houses and there's tea fields everywhere. So the you know population is is uh, is growing, you know, it's getting older in Japan. Yeah. The kids are moving to the city. You know, the old farmers are alone at their house, dying basically because the owner of the of that tea field died. Like uh, it's really weird because the day that I learned he was dry, it dying, I was I was brewing Ochame right here no way. that day. Yeah, it was kind of like goosebumps. Yeah. And um, so he couldn't he couldn't take care of the tea field anymore because getting sick and you know tea fields are that steep mm-hmm. in the in the mountain. So me and my friend we it would, they were being abandoned. So we start to take care of them and to, in about 2006, and he just said, you know what, it's all yours as long as you give me enough tea to uh, for for me to drink for yeah. the year yeah. and enough to you know give to present for my kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all yours. So it started like that mm-hmm. and. Uh, I said one day I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a beer with that, and uh, and I, I wanted to open my brewery in that village in Japan and uh, and I I failed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens. It's Where okay. was the other brewery open then? Was uh, it a village it, or was it a city? No, it's totally farmlands. Like uh, yeah, it's in <laughs> Tochigi Prefecture, so an hour and a half north of Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, and like a <coughs> tiny little village. So what we did. So obviously, like I was talking about financial, we didn't we didn't get the financial that we want. But I found a brewery that shut down nine years ago before. So we bought back the brewery for it was a three million dollar wow. investment brewery. You know, very rich. You know, kid yeah. like you know that sure. says, "Here we go, son. Have three million dollar. Do Don't something. Do, you want with it, do yeah. something with your life." I found some uh, how to home brewing in the <laughs> in the uh, in the brewery. The guy didn't yeah. know anything. Nothing. Right. So he got everything like the top of the notch brewing wow. uh, G- uh, German brewing equipment. Yeah. He hired German people. He, you know, they came to. With the, it was a uh, all like uh, all uh, automated brew house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, the German guys made the pro the, the program. Yeah, the guy yeah, just yeah. put the put the malt there and. He did his best, and he shut down two years later. Wow. But he 
he had so much money that it, what he did, he just put the key. He just locked just the door. He just done. left it. Yeah. And I found out, and I went yeah. to see him, and he, he finally he sold it for to, for one hundred sixty thousand oh dollars. Like everything, yeah. Like a Caspar Schulz system, one of the most expensive yeah. uh, brewing system in the world. That's he bought crazy. literally as like a turnkey brewery up and running, ready to go. Well, it was yeah. I, I, we had to do a lot of you know. You need to buy a new steam boiler and right. new black hole chiller because it's been sitting there for nine years. Oh wow. Outside. Unused. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what was the question again? Yeah, was the yeah 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 That's sick. Yeah, not much is happening there. They uh, yeah. How's the beer they make it now then? Yeah, it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was um, if ever you go to Japan, you need to go in May, end of May or September. It's like there's a beer festival called Keiaki, is the best beer festival in Japan, and. Timing was perfect with the tea picking, mm -hmm. and uh, I went to see them. They had a booth there, and the beer are very nice and clean. And I think that they they listened to me a little bit. Yeah. But what, but the way that they do, um, the Japanese are very very weird. You know, it's like having a tree flagship in Japan would would not exist because they want to have something new all, all the, the time. time. Right. So what they do is like they pretty much never brew a beer twice. So it's always, always new beers. So people love it, right. and they, you know, you can always keep going there. So you know, they, they're doing pretty good actually. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'm very happy for them. We actually met the guys from Coedo last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're good. Yeah, nice so I did, I did, I did a collaboration with Coedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coedo. Like uh, yeah. What did you guys do? Uh, we did a uh, beer called Setsugeka. It was yeah. a, it's kind of like a an amber saison. Okay. Yeah, you know, saison styles were not very popular. They're not, well, they're getting a little popular in Japan, but not five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we did kind of amber saison. Yeah, those guys are yeah, cool, my good eh? friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hang out on Friday. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it was like, I feel, I checked my wallet before, I was getting a coffee, and I was like, I found a business. I didn't even remember getting a business card. From. I was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was right at the end of the night. Guy. It was literally yeah, like, right before, but I wasn't too drunk. Yeah, yeah. one of them, Asagiri, is, uh, is a single owner. I think that's uh, yeah. yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. His family are farmers. They have like a sweet potato farm. And uh, uh, yeah, that's a good eat, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, um, and they- They have they, a sweet potato farm? That explains the sweet potato beer. Right? Yeah, so uh, they have, their flagship is their sweet potato beer, which is, yeah, yeah. which is, well, yeah, Rudy, Rudy, I think. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, like 9% or something. It's like it's, an imperial it's a, amber. It's a great beer, it's <laughs> fun, yeah, and it's their, it's their flagship. But they're, yeah, they're really, uh, really focused apart from that they're really focused on German styles mm. like a lot of Japanese breweries because when it all started craft started in Japan they they invited Japanese brewers to teach them so you know in 2003 when I went to Japan you find like Pilsner, Altbeer, right. Weizen that's pretty much it. Did the Japanese they I guess developed a taste for that style then because that's what they were getting yeah. right? And, yeah. yeah. But is, there, is there like a unique Japanese style yet like is there something that yeah. like has blossomed from kind of creativity mixed with the German like history. A strain of yeast or something. Well, like I, I was saying, like yeah. about the the cherry the blossom. Cherry blossom yeah, yeah, a few people do that, so they grow the yeast dope. from the from the flowers, and it gives a very unique, right. unique taste. This is is very it's very nice. I wish they would do more of that. Right. You know, Japan could be, you know, they could be on their own. You know, doing well, their, their food their, is so refined. You think yeah, they yeah. take some from that and yeah. yeah. And now they're trying to do the sour and the crazy stuff. And yeah. Where culturally, you know, they they have like very easy, 
refreshing beers, right? That goes well with mm -hmm. the food. That's another thing here. Yeah. We, di we didn't talk about my food, but uh, oh yeah, I know that's yeah, uh, that's, totally that's one that. thing that that I want to try to you know I, I want to every ingredients I put in my beer, I want to respect it. And mm -hmm. I also want to respect the fact that 50% of my sales in my pub are food. Wow. Right. And I want the beer to go go well with it. Was that always the intention? Like yeah. make beer to pair well with the food For you're serving? Sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah. Cause I, wanted, I want to create a space where people come in Eat and drink, mm -hmm, you know, right. and it's eat, drink, and be merry, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So uh, and it 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 work. I mean, and even I have a lot of foodies coming here, and they don't even drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's you know, same thing. My chef Yusuke is amazing. He's from Nagoya, Japan. Mm. He's uh, he's uh, yeah, he's such an amazing guy. Like I I, I become very emotional when I talk about this mm. guy. Um, he's so talented, but he's. He's like me, you know, we have the same heart, you know, respect the ingredients, you know, do like nice and, you know, simplicity, but executed very well. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, we try to blend, uh, blend, you know, uh, both sides of, uh, right. uh, of the, uh, of, you know, brewery and, uh, and kitchen. And it's all traditional Japanese food? A lot of it is traditional Japanese. Uh, I would say two thirds is traditional okay. and um, one third is he doesn't like to use fusion, but oh, yeah, it's kind of right, right, right. He would say like eclectic. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, we do like a foie gras, you know, with miso. He's from Nagoya. There's a, like the aka miso, like the ren miso is very yeah. popular. So uh, it comes from Nagoya. So he's doing like a kind of foie gras with miso. Mm. Stuff, yeah. You know, so he's kind of playing with interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So it's more like, I guess, both for guys being maybe Japanese beer slash cuisine in general. I always find Japanese food is very light very flavorful right and it's complemented well by a light well-made beer and i guess that once again full circle with you but i think it's full circle right? yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah that that would explain so like the, the sort of the is it what comes first is it the beer complements the food or the food complements the beer or is it just you know sometimes it depends you know so i i'm really i keep it i keep an eye on what he what he do and right. what he wants to do next right and sometimes i get inspired by that or he'll get inspired by me, what there I'm doing, because right? I, you know, he's right there. You know, he's just like right. he's a meter on the other side yeah. of that fermenter there. So I always give him taste. You know, when I yeah. take samples and I take my gravities, and you know, I, I feed him beer, and he's just like, yeah, <laughs> keep him drunk. Yeah, yeah, like and it. he's just, you know, he he, he thinks all the time. So, right. Okay, what can I do next? What can I do with this? And that's cool. cool. Yeah. What if that's a normal thing? I never really thought about that for a brew pub. Like if. I don't know. If it was like this sort of symbiotic relationship with the brewer and the chef, yeah. as far as like what you know, what's making like you gotta make this new like the usual beer. Like, oh, maybe I can make a cool little like dessert that goes with it or something. Yeah, yeah. I like that. If, yeah, for us it's uh, and it's easy for some reason. You know, like mm -hmm. the first time we we met, I remember I was sitting in at, at uh, Barvolo, yeah. the one that doesn't exist right, anymore. Right, right. And you know, for me, it was obvious. I'm waiting for a Japanese guy that's coming in. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's going to be him. But for me, it's just like a bunch of white guys in there. So, but he, he came in the door and he just boom. He, we you had, knew. Like, you we knew. had like an eye contact, yeah. and you know what? It just it just like went straight from the yeah. It's just like a, yeah, beautiful relationship. Yeah. I love when that happens. <laughs> um, the other thing I just wanted to mention before we get to the lightning round was yeah. you rocking the Rosewood hat. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to Will and Ryan Rosewood. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I hung out with him till 4 a.m. on from Saturday morning. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. this hangout till 4 a.m. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 thing with yeah. you, bro. Yeah. Stay away from these, these brewers. Yeah, yeah. These brewers. Yeah, we, we were the, the, the two only guys with the, the same, same hat. 
And uh, yeah, you know, I went to, it's funny because I went to see, uh, went to visit the guys at, um, at Bench uh, nice. while they were still in construction. And they said, you should go to that, go see that, that uh, winery slash meadery there. So, okay. I just knock on the door and I end yeah. up spending, spending like five hours there nice. and Ryan is just like pouring everything from the barrels and try <laughs> so this, try cool. that. So we became like good friends very fast and now I, one of my barrels I have is, uh, is uh, wild honey in there. Nice. I, know a few, I know a few breweries use it. I, I think Bellwoods used it. Yeah, Bellwoods did, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I did a, um, so I got, I got like a Prince Edward County um, project, and I have a Niagara oh, nice. project. So toss, keeping it Ontario. Oh, food toss, nice. Yeah, yeah, toss, uh, toss Chardonnay. So and all the, all the Prince Edward County is all red wine, and all the Niagara is white. And uh, yeah, so I got like a Belgian Golden Strong in, in Chardonnay with uh, with uh, rosewood uh, honey in it. Beautiful. Honey, so. Sounds amazing. That's sick. Yeah, yeah that makes fun. me very happy. <laughs> I was like seeing that. I think this is so cool that like you know good people doing really high quality stuff end up finding each other yeah so like almost like not surprising in the yeah. end yeah 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 and it's, it's just cool to bring the wine and beer world together because i feel like rosewood are, are like the, the the individuals who are pushing wine forward in a way yeah. that i've never seen being yeah. they have the i don't know the formal name but like the bee yeah with the bees on site yeah they got the lavender farm yeah. and they're doing mead they're doing braggot now yeah um of course they got the various types of wine they make like the pet gnats like the crazy like just really interesting crazy palette stuff and, and then now bringing like you know giving great must to breweries yeah. and, and the, all those ingredients to see how it can blend and yeah no, it's I don't cool. know man it's just I think it's an exciting time to mm-hmm. be in the industry and in, yeah. uh, in this yeah. in this province at the very least yeah it's fun and I start to develop a little bit of a you know good relation with uh, with uh, Pearl Marset too I don't know if you know Pearl Marset that's why he's a, he's a Quebec guy so another Quebec guy in Ontario and uh, He's, he's also he's in Niagara. He's doing a bit of stuff with Burdock, so you know I don't want to I don't want to step uh, on that, that. Right. step on it. But you know, uh, as as Quebecois, you know we uh, I don't know we stick together. We, we, we just we just uh, you know belong well together. Yeah. And he, and he um, yeah he, he says it's funny because I I feel I want to talk to brewers more than to winemakers. Mm-hmm. He says winemakers are boring, <laughs> and uh, so he wants to you know he. Yeah, he comes here. I go there. You know, we hang out. We, he's got a lot. He's very curious about about beer too, and uh, so which is which is kind of cool. That's uh, that's very uh, promising for the future to you know to blend with yeah, with winemakers. Yeah, it's an exciting time. All right, boys, you know the drill. You know the drill, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now uh, then we have a segment called a lightning round. Uh, Nicknamed the molasses the round. The molasses round. It's supposed it's to be quick, usually, never isn't, but it doesn't matter. You can just uh, roll the punches, ask, answer them as quickly or as slowly as, as you desire. As you wish. So, the first question okay. is your guilty pleasure beer. A beer that you would perhaps be embarrassed Slightly to admit ashamed to say that you like. To a fellow beer nerd that you yeah. enjoy. JF had a good one. Oh boy. What was JF's one? Um, yeah, but was that his guilty pleasure beer too? I think it was the same. Oh yeah, well, that was Jen's. Uh, oh, that's tough. It's tough. Uh oh. Uh oh. Like he must drink some sort of shitty beer at some point. It? <laughs> it's like no, I only drink amazing beer all the time. That's you know what? Shit. Some people have actually said that. They yeah. Go, I don't like shit beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I usually I, I usually throw it down the drain, you know. Oh, uh, but 
<laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like I like when I go to beer festival and it's uh, it's outdoor and it's in the lawn, you know. So, so you're just like you, you, no, yeah, you just you, no, oh, no, no one knows. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I will say my secret, you know, in yeah. front of the camera. I pretend to to tie my lace and oh, I just oh and shit, bump it over. <laughs> yeah, bump, bump, bump it over. There goes my butt. You know what? I don't even know if I have a, an answer on that. You, you know? don't have to. E well, if it helps, I like Corona. Yeah. So it's like that's. The I like Labatt Fifty. You know what? Yeah. Um, probably. Sorry, it's more okay. I, I mean, yeah. Any, any. Asahi, I like Asahi. Oh, would rather be Yuzu, am I right? Obviously. Oh yeah, but it's. I mean, it's a boring answer. Yeah, but I would say any, any uh, yeah, Japanese, any Japanese loggers. Right. Yeah. Is that boring? No because you know what? I think they're great. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not as snub as I used to be. Right. You know, back back in the days, I'd say, no way. You know, I'm yeah, not sure. gonna. You know, I'm not gonna drink this. And today, uh, I don't care. I'll drink it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, now the opposite. Yeah. The beer you would decline under any circumstances. So a beer, uh, you went to a barbecue. You didn't bring any. You know, Dortmund that you'd be crushing. And they're like, hey, have this. And you're gonna be like, where's your water at? Um, or you're parched during like I, I would, the hottest day of the year, and someone offers you ice cold beer, but you're like, uh, I would say I don't drink uh, PBR. No. <laughs> I actually don't. No, no, no. Can I say uh, something like uh, uh, L. Smith uh, Speedway stuff? You can really? say that. Uh oh. Excuse that sound is, uh, I hope they're gonna figure it out. Somebody push the emergency button. Uh, oh, really? You can go tell them if you like. <laughs> no? Yeah, come on. Real brewery <laughs> thing. Come, right, come on, on. just come pull, on. Figure it out, guys. pull the freaking button. There she goes. Yeah, she's figured out. Look at that. There, chef. there you go. Yeah. Now that's a, that's, a, that's a good... There you go. Well done. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did I... Did, did, like did, 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 did I... Did I answer it? So the question right, was, so, B, you yeah. would decline. I would decline. You, you so wouldn't drink an L.A. Under any circumstances. I would. I would drink it because it's too much. It's too, too heavy. Much. It's yeah. too okay. heavy. It's not a bad it, beer. Just too no, no, no. It's, yeah. great. it's a good beer, but it's too heavy. Too well, especially you. on a on a on a hot day. I mean, I don't want that. But I can drink Teche all the time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's fantastic, but Jesus Christ! Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like that, like that is like. We should uh, night yeah, ending. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah, that's night ending. Good. That's so good, man. Should we crank this or yeah, or? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Or or soda. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that. I mean, we're we're yeah. still in the four percent alcohol. Yeah, I'm, I'm more into that. Everyone's yeah. just having dashes of everything now. It's yeah. great. It's become a can share. Cheers. Thank so you. yeah, so this uh, yeah dry up says on um, again. Very, you know, very gentle. Uh, all noble hops. Oh, sorry, I got that. Well, you're you're you're, you're, you're driving, so <laughs> I am driving after many hours and yeah. water and I've food. consumed food yeah. and water. Uh, let me take the photo. Where's the, where's the cap? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know the drill. You know the drill, guys. Yeah, dry up. Um, Sorry, people. Dry up saison. As the way I do nice. my saison here, it's just like a, I brew it. I, I cast out from uh, from the uh, you know whirlpool. Uh, Cast out at 20 Celsius and I just let it let it ferment. No, I, I don't put any temperature control on it. Just and, it um, so, so yeah, yes. easy, light, but still has a nice uh, flavor to it. Yeah. So the um, and the hops, the dry hop is um, is a French, all French hops, Aramis and Stressus Ball. 
That is a great for someone who hasn't or isn't into sour beers or more yeah. funky wow. saison. That yeah. is a perfect like yeah, get you started God. into yeah. it, right? There's a little edge of acidity in it. I, li mm -hmm. I like to, you know, I, I like to to drop the pH a tiny bit on mm -hmm. some of the styles. Not too much, but mm -hmm. just I don't know. What's the hops in that one? Uh, Aramis and uh, Strissel's Paul. So French, all that, both uh, Alsace, Alsace uh, hops. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, favorite beer style? What style of beer would you go to? Favorite beer style? It's a tough one. Um, <laughs> Most brewers have a alt, similar answer. Alt beer. Alt beer, beer. okay. I don't think I've heard that one before from uh, for <laughs> Good Lord, that is like... <laughs> a lot of brewers, Pilsner, Pilsner, Pilsner. Try hot Pilsner, try high Pilsner. Pilsner. You, you know, you know I, people ask me all the time, my top 10 and stuff, yeah. and and from, you know, for me, in I would say my top, like, uh, revelation uh, for, you know, drinking a beer is when I was in Dusseldorf, actually with JF. Okay. We were in Dusseldorf, we were at Udige, uh, Udige Brewery in, uh, and it was just just trying the Udige there fresh. I mean, for me, it was a mind blown. Yeah. And uh, I have a beer. It's not in can now because we sold out, but it's on tap. Before you go, I would like you to try it. It's <laughs> called Obercastle, and uh, it's it's you know paying my respect. Like it's it's totally uh, inspired by Udige nice. Alt. I love all beers, like big time. <laughs> That's it. I don't know I if like it's that. my That's favorite, answer. but yeah, I mean, it's one yeah. of my, my nice. one of my favorite. Yes, yeah. really good answer. Yeah, uh, the opposite, least favorite. Doesn't mean you hate it. Just be, be like you're like you would sort of rarely go towards that style. I mean, you could hate it too. <laughs> rarely go to that style. Um, it's mm. tough one. I know. Um, I would probably say something like it's funny because it's German. Okay. But I mean, talking traditional style, classic style, or oh, any style. Any, like, well, any style, I would say probably like a, a, an unbalanced IPA. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, but I was probably like something like a double bock or double bock. You know, yeah. but but when I start drinking beer, it's totally the opposite. I was all into double bocks, right, you know, right, tri right. Belgian triples, you know, all the strong. So we just kind of got over stuff. it. I feel like yeah. Yeah. So over all that stuff. Yeah. I would never drink a double or triple anymore. Yeah, right? Not because they're bad beers. Yeah. Like, I, just I just wouldn't gravitate it. towards it, I don't think. Like, yeah. if someone pulled it out, yeah. I'd be like, you know what? It's been a while. Let's do it. Yeah. But I'm not going to be go to a bar. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. really good. Uh, Desert Island beer. So you're on Desert Island. You're stuck. They won't save you, but they're going to drop you off whatever beer Unlimited you amounts of it, but you can only drink this one beer. In the perfect serving oh, style boy. and temperature and glassware. Proper glassware, super cold, you fresh have, as can be. Yeah. I would say yeah. I would say beer lao. Beer lao. Wow. Yeah, I've had <laughs> you that know, yeah. At the Vietnamese restaurant near our crib there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, some, because I spent some time in Laos. So yeah. It's like super hot on the side of the Mekong River. Yeah. Beer lao is probably the best beer. I mean, quality-wise, in Southeast Asia, yeah. it's all, you know, Laos is a communist country, and there's only one brewery. It's Lao. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they make that kind of like a Helles, but it's 100% like German. It's actually made quality. It's so good, and you crush that like in, in, in hot weather. Is, I like that. It's the best. 
That's a, that's a good menu. You come with the answers yeah. today. And pretty quick, to be honest. Usually yeah, these take way longer. This is con- yeah, yeah, it's concerning. Somewhat. Quick. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's one of the beer that brings me back like very, very good memories. So right. yeah, that was, yeah, that was an easy answer. Okay. Uh, beer trend predictions. What do you think is going to be the next sort of hot thing in beer? Sparkling IPAs. Like the Brutes? Brewed IPAs? Yeah, like yeah. That's, well, it's already started, but yeah, I guess, started. I mean, in the I US. Can't I can't have even heard about it. Tried one. No. Yeah, you haven't tried one? No. Yeah, yeah. It's the second time someone said it. Interesting. And I'd only heard of it one more time outside of that, so I feel like now I'm dying to try yes. one. It's the opposite of a haze. Yeah, right. literally yeah, crystal, crystal clear, clear yeah. and very, you know, high carbonated. High carbonated, yeah. yeah. high ABV coffee. as well. Uh, I don't think so. Right? so. Standard no. five six, yes. uh, but it's like so. really, really hoppy. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's quite hoppy. Hoppy and crystal. I'm not sure if that means bitter or, or fruity. No one really clarified that. I think, well, I mean, good luck to make a, you know to do a triple dry hop and make it sparkling clean. Right. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I expect is that, that kind of like more the West Coast style. Like it's coming back. Like is that like like a like a pliny? No, like because like, that's like crystal no, 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 clear, like, and like, super hoppy. This is opaque. Yeah. Like literally looking like a beer lau, like a, like yeah. a macro lager. Right. But being level. an IPA. But like, you know that, like, like that, that sort of crystal clear, how do I describe it? There's very few beers where I poured them like, whoa, like, this, like I know Wellington has a lager that's like yeah. crystal clear. Yeah. yeah. It's like that type of thing. And like I want, no. and I want to answer, uh, my answer wants to be a, uh, Green tea beers. <laughs> that's green, that's the next trend. Yeah. Let's say green tea beers. Because <laughs> now you know you see more Dornmunders on the on the uh, yeah in, in yeah. Ontario these days. And coincidence I would, or I would, not? I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised seeing more green tea beers. <laughs> <laughs> now we can, uh, there's a there's a wonderful tea farm in Japan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, favorite up and coming breweries. So, you know, new brewery, doesn't matter where in the world, just maybe that, you know, you've got some friends that are starting breweries or they've just started and they haven't really got the shine yet. Like, is there someone you think is like super, super good? Wow. Oh, that's a good one. Um, incoming breweries. Yeah, it's, a bit, it's tough, it's tough. Even if they've been around for a little Yeah, maybe they've been day. around for, they're fairly new, but you see good things coming from them. Um, well, you know, I not because they're my neighbors, but uh, I would say left field. Yeah. Uh, anyway, because you know they're kind of changing a little bit their portfolio now, yeah. right? They're going a little bit more crazy, and they, you know, yeah, the, the like the ideas. Yeah. Um, and it seems like they're doing better and better. Uh, so that makes me very happy. Yeah. They're, they're amazing people. But uh, wow, incoming breweries. Yeah. Right. You know, I've been I've been spending so much time focusing on my thing that I right. don't I don't, I don't even know what's yeah, look around what, what's going on. <laughs> but, um, uh, but we what, can take left. You know, you know what, what one one brewery that I'm really looking forward to to uh, to go visit is uh, it's in um, Fort Collins, Colorado. Okay. So one of my favorite brewer, you know, uh, you know, you know, you have your your favorite people and that you you know you're bit of be a groupie you know and go see them at the you know at the cbc yeah. at the crab brewers conference yeah. and uh, and uh maybe i don't know seven eight years ago i just i was in an event with peter bocart 
which uh, used to be the brewmaster of Rodenbach in oh, Belgium. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he moved to the US and he became the brewmaster of uh, New Belgium. Okay, yeah. And he left New Belgium and he opened his tiny little brew pub in Fort Collins. Wow. And now he's the happiest guy on earth. <laughs> he's, he's got like a three barrel system, I think. Wow. Tiny. Yeah, and he's doing a lot of beers with, um, he's traveling a lot to the um, Amazon and he's he loves roots and he's doing a bunch of beers with roots and stuff so I'm really looking forward to uh, I'm excited about that Um, do you know what it's called? Beetroot I forgot the name I'm terrible with names Uh, uh, I'm sure it's yeah Peter Bocard ex-brewmaster New Belgium Fort Collins I'm sure you can find it on uh, on the web alright yeah that's a good one but yeah sorry I I wish I could say better uh, works for me bro what is your favorite beer, city, destination, or country? So somewhere you like to go for beer. Bamberg, Germany. Yeah, yes, yeah. the one. Yeah, Bamberg. Bamberg. Why? Uh, I think it's it's a beautiful city, romantic. Um, a lot, you know. I, I love smoked beers. You know, it's one one of my favorite style of beer too. Would be smoked beers. Well, with anything with smoke in it. Um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a great city. They have an amazing um, uh, beer museum. Uh, it's just a fun city to, to, to be in. And Franconia, around Bamberg, you can bike, and every village has a brewery. The per capita in the world is the, is the area in the world that does the most brewery. Nice. So you can have a lot of fun. And there's like beer gardens on little mountains and uh, on little hills. And sounds awesome. yeah, Bamberg's amazing. I don't yeah. know if you've been, but you have to go. I have not. Have yeah, yeah, it's great. Berlin. Okay, it's great. I love it. Uh, underrated style brewery, city or country? Just something that you feel is underrated. Green tea. Green tea. <laughs> uh, well, I would say Germany, uh, but maybe less and less now. But uh, um, underrated. Yeah, something that doesn't get as props that you think is fantastic. You, you, you know what? Probably a lot of people will hate me saying this, but uh, brewery, I would say Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Here in, in Toronto. Toronto? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, what they do at the pub, you know, and what, mm-hmm. what Ian does, I don't know if you... We actually met him. We met him, yeah. yeah. You know, Ian is such, a, such an amazing guy, like an amazing guy. And, uh, you know, he has so much passion. And, and so, you know, some of, some of the beers that they made and they're still making at the brew pub, like beers like Testify, you know, like Red... Yeah, You know, I think... I think they're very underrated mm-hmm. just because it's Amsterdam, you know, people say, oh, right. Amsterdam, you know, a big brewery. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on the top of my head right now, I would, good say, one. I would say that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a really good answer. Yeah. Uh, best beer you ever drank in your life? No so pressure. Be, no pressure. Know, stuff. So it could be situational. <laughs> yeah. You're on a mountain in Japan. Yeah. Um, you know what? Well, one of it is, yeah, when I, I, um, yeah, I climbed the Whistler Mountain uh, nice. on a 40, 40 Celsius day. And, plus uh, one or minus? No, plus. <laughs> during, during summertime. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, you know, that's me. I just, uh, I'm going to climb a little bit. And I just end up say, hey, I'm going all the Reach way up the there top, yeah. with no water and stuff. Oh, and, I, wow. and I get up there and, and there's like a, I don't know, there's a snowboarding event there on the glacier. And there's like a... Uh, a drum of uh, ice with uh, Heineken no in way. it, and I just got that Heineken and I crushed it. It was so good. But uh, 
but but yeah, Urge in uh, in Düsseldorf for sure. I would say any any place I've been in my life to drink like the fresh the fresh beer, you know, From beer the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Helles, you know, or Weizen, and you know, in in Munich. Uh, but yeah, I would say the uh, Pilsner Kell. Um, if you go to Pilsen and you visit the uh, the museum, uh, the, the the brewery, right. and um, you go downstairs in the in the tunnels, they have like nine kilometers of tunnels there, and they still brew Pilsner Raquel the way the way it used used to be, right. and yeah, revelation, like big time. I never had such a nice pils that where you you taste like the sass hops yeah. like this. Yeah, it's recorded in my brain for uh, the rest of my life. That was amazing. I heard this yeah. yeah. Go out from Bell was my yeah. recently and it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, if you go Pilsen, make sure make sure you, you visit the brewery and you go like uh, they will bring you in the tunnels and you That's awesome. You have the yeah, yeah, cool experience. experience. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, I just added this question right now actually. What favorite beer of all time? So as opposed to best beer you drank in your life, it's a situation. What's your favorite beer of all time? Favorite beer of all time? Tough one. You know what? I would probably say, I think fair enough to say Orval. That comes up a yeah. lot. So a lot. I yeah, feel like really? I didn't have, dude, like all the time. Yeah. Really? Huh. I feel like I haven't had it for years. I had yeah. it maybe one time. Twice. Pops up in the LCBO fairly often. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's in like Quebec, it's in the SAT like all the time. The only thing I would change to Orval is the percentage alcohol. Yeah, you'd lower it, right? Yeah, I would yeah. lower it. What is it at? Seven? It's 6.1, I think. 6.1. 6.1. It was like five. Nice crush. Oh yeah, I would I would you know I would make like a bière de table, you know, like a yeah, four, four five, you know, yeah. four, five, five percent. I mean I would crush that all the time. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get one when I get back, man. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, it's an amazing beer. Yeah. Uh, I would say this I can drink all the time. And you know, I wanna probably give a shout to my good friend Sean Hill at the Hill Farmstead. Oh yeah. You know, all of his beers pretty much, you know, all his saison are so it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I could I could drink that all the time too. Uh, first beer you ever brewed? <laughs> Back in 1991. 1991. So yeah, I made a I made kind of an, an apple a blonde ale. Apple blonde. <laughs> yeah, just like a blonde, you know. And it, I I started brewing with the kits, you know, like right. with, those yeah, 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 yeah. with those Cooper's kits, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. And you know, I, and straight from the beginning, I start to add some, you know, some ingredients, and you know, I. The to, you know the perfect example of what people do, right? Instead of focusing on trying to make the best pale ale, mm-hmm. you know, you just put a lot of stuff in it. So that was, that was me at the beginning. So I, I changed a lot. Throw in the uh, kitchen sink. Yeah, and second one I did a stout with uh, maple syrup. What either of them good? <laughs> I thought they were good back in the days. I, I wish I could go back. Yeah. I wish I could go back and. But you know what? Stout with maple is good. Is um, very Canadian. For some reason, I always been a good cook. Also, I, I guess I. That's where my my brewing right. come from. You know, for me, yeah. cooking, putting ingredients together is kind of easy. Well, easy. I don't want to say easy. It comes natural. It's yeah. more more like a natural thing. So, yeah, I I guess I guess they were not bad. My friends are telling me they were okay, yeah. but I would. I, I'm sure. Good I, enough I, that you're here I'm sure now, I would try so. it and say this. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Hindsight. Uh, what would be your death row beer slash meal pairing? So like your final beer, and what would you pair it with? God. Now this is the question that gets your belt. I know, right? Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Stuff. We put you on the spot. Um, you know what? 
hopefully one of my beer. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Which one? Um, you want to go out on a big one? You want to do that nine five? You want to do that? Uh, uh, I don't know. The, 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 this maybe the smoke pills with um, with uh, zaru soba. Oh, so oh. it's plain like a soba with soba uh, noodles. Yeah, the soba cold? noodle, cold. Yeah. You know, with the uh, the the tzu, like kind of like the um, the the soy slash um, uh, katsu, so smoked fish kind of. Nice. Uh, and you put like a little bit of wasabi in there. And Sounds that's, like a nice way to go out. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite dish in Japan. It's wow. one of the most simple. But yeah. to make the soba uh, is, is very, is, is yeah. very difficult, yeah. challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, favorite and least favorite styles to brew? Like what's like the funnest, maybe the most annoying? Annoying style to brew. Uh, famous. Uh, the the most favorite is any smoked beer because yeah, I, yeah. I love the I love the smell of the brewery. The, must the, be the, awesome. The, the smell of the yeah. smoke. Um, the least. I know you said this was one of the most uh, challenging to brew. The most yeah. intricate. No, but it's fun. I mean, yeah. it's 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 fun to brew. Yeah. But you know, to to get you know, I'm, I really work hard on consistency and. Uh, and uh, sometime, you know, with all the connections and stuff, right. so, okay, I, I don't hit the temperature, you know, like right. the exact temperature I want for right. maybe 15 seconds and I freak out and, you know, <laughs> um, probably, uh, well, the one that I hate the most is the first that I, that I made here. It was a dry stout. It took me 40 hours. Ooh. Yeah, my wow. yeah, my first, my my so first, uh, yeah. my first week of brewing here was the the, the, the worst yeah. week in 27 years of wow. brewing, and I, and I was telling myself, Why did I do this? Did I do this? Yeah, we had a problem with our false bottom, and uh, oh, okay. I got I got stuck from it. So Man. anything that will be hard to lauder, like a rye, rye any beer. like rye a dry beer, yeah, yeah. everyone dry. Like a rye beer, it's uh, it's yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, rye sounds annoying. Tasty, but annoying. Yeah. Uh, worst beer you've ever made. Worst beer yeah. you've ever made. It's tough. The worst beer I ever made. That maybe like, it was an accident, or you tried something and just didn't work out. Maybe it was a homebrew. Maybe you didn't release it. I'm assuming you wouldn't release it if it was, yeah, it was trash. trash. Yeah, it wouldn't have, wouldn't see the light of day. Um, I would say. Oh yeah. Barrel aged beer, yeah. you know, you end up, you know, you think it's gonna be good, and uh, and you know, you wait all these 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 years, right. and you end up like there's, you know, like it's a THP bomb. It's a, that's it, gotta it, be frustrating. It, it, it tastes like Cheerios. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, one of those. If not, I mean, uh, yeah, those buses are annoying. Right, <laughs> every, right at the front door. Every ten minutes, TTC, I got. Am I right? Yeah, it's yeah. convenient. That, you know what? Uh, it was TTC drivers. <laughs> it was uh, it was at the other corner and didn't oh, they decide, moved it? just when I opened it no. decided to put it there. I, mean, I called my counselor and I'll put say, in a word. It's like, come on, like, yeah. yeah, and push it back. Yeah, and you know everybody leaves their trash in front, and I'm always there it's sweeping it up. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a total janitor, like an everyday <laughs> everyday janitor here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah the worst. First beer, man. It's that's it. Uh, I would say back in the days at UCL, I don't know for what reason. Like some of our fights ins were were terrible. I I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how many beers that I dump in the drain at UCL. Not a lot. Yeah. I remember fights in in particular. Down, yeah, man. yeah. It was yeah. not good. Uh, what music do you listen to when you move? Huh. Depends. Sometimes Iron Maiden. 
Yeah. <laughs> Iron Maiden power space. Heavy metal and breweries. I love. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say. Yeah, Maiden. Uh, yeah, you know. The traditional Japanese music, just to like yeah, sing yeah, to the get in the, get in the, the no, not, not, not really. Not really. No, the good old Maiden. I would say that's the one that that's I put the, the most. That's the go-to. Yeah, yeah. and, and spe specifically Power Slave, the album. <laughs> um, and what else? It, 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 yeah, it depends. Uh, but yeah, that's the most common. Cool. I okay. guess so. <laughs> but I, but I don't. You know, most of the time, I come here when I start a brew day. I'll, I'll start brewing a lot of time at 5, 5.30 a.m. Yeah. And yeah. I'm here, you know, and it's beautiful here, the sunrise yeah. with the, yeah. hits those, those, uh, yeah. those, those, yeah, those windows. Yeah. So there's so few, few times where I can be alone, alone in, right. my, in my place. So this is kind of my meditation. So usually I keep it very quiet mm -hmm. these days anyways. Yeah. So. Never thought about that. I guess it's kind of like meditating. Yeah, it is. It's like following. It's all. It's all like process. Right? Yeah. It's like just yeah. following through and just chill. Yeah, I love it. That's sick. Yeah. Last question. Finally, what's your favorite hop? My favorite hop? Yeah. I would probably say Hallertau Mittelfru. Very yeah, German. German yeah, yeah, German. German noble hops. Noble hop. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you go in my in in my uh, cold room, you'll there's see there's that. there's a lot of noble hops yeah, yeah. yeah. other Tao I like I like it very much uh, yeah I'd say that that's a good one I love it sweet did we cover everything you feel like you feel like we got to the bottom of uh... did I miss anything from what we said earlier no anything I'm I'm open I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say anything hey well now Bim's only yeah. to say <laughs> are we crushing the Nanatino Taizai or not I do it absolutely yeah? <laughs> do it I'm not scared <laughs> yeah, we did. Like we had no intention of even opening these cans, and all of yeah, a sudden, yeah. oh no, that's not the one. Oh no, you open it. Uh, oh, somebody opened it. Oh no, yeah, it's open. That's the one, yeah. I can't. I'll, what get is another, I'll get another one. That's a smoke porter. Oh, I've had that one. Whoa! <laughs> I'm really, I'm really happy with this smoke uh, porter too. And you know what? I'm hoping that this is gonna be my next flagship. Oh yeah. So you're looking to add to the flagships? Yeah, I would like to have like a dark. Like a, I would like, you know, like if, a dark beer. For I like it. that. Yeah. If if I have a smoked beer in my flagship, you know, I won. You know, I won my. You my, my, done won it. My battle. Sorry, guys. Photo. Sure. <laughs> I meant to actually. Do you want some of the photo? Yeah, sure. I yeah. love it. Um, I remember from I came on the second day uh, that you guys were open, and um, I, my favorite of the first three what was the dry style. Yeah. I really like like the export stats. Like, yeah. are you? Have you, do you, have you done that since, or is it kind of like a one-off? Uh, well, the yeah, the, the stout I did it once, and after that I did the export. Uh, it's still on tap. It's the last. It gig. is. Okay, good. If you want, from, uh, before before you before, leave. before it taps out. Oh um, yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love stouts, and I, I really, I like you know, one one thing that I, for me is really strange in Ontario. I feel like stouts. You know, there's a lot of very sweet, heavy yeah. stouts, and for me, I that's it. I like the total opposite for yeah. stouts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I, I like it when it's roasty. Yeah. And uh, it a little bitter, and it's uh, it's interesting because the other day, June 14 was the, when I canned my first beer. It was a stout. All the way. And uh, I still I kept two in my fridge, and we opened it, and it still held up. Still or? like very good. Nice. So the way that I design my beer, sometimes you know, I'll, I'll go on the higher 
um, level of bitterness sometimes mm-hmm. for some to style. preserve it kind of yeah. yeah so it can age well nice so yeah yeah the stout I, yeah it's kind of fun. It, it was a nightmare you know that's why at the beginning the pitch and pray series you know <laughs> for me you know I, I have I have um, I have nothing to hide you know it's kind yeah. of like a I uh, open book you know, I, I said I had a hard time, you know, brewing those beers. I struggled a lot. And yeah. and you see on my cans, too, not this one, but pretty much all my cans, made with struggle and love in Toronto, uh-huh. uh, Canada. So it started with the pitch and pray. You know, my first batch took me 40 hours. That's Second crazy, batch man. took me like 30. Wow. Third batch took me like 26. Wow. And I didn't, I didn't sleep for the whole week. And, uh, and uh, so in the pitch and pray, it was like, yeah, so this I, works. <laughs> I got all my very, um, um, you know, I got, you know, that's, the, yeah, the, how do you say, desperate, my desperate, like, brewer's moves, you know, right. I did something, I, just, I don't know if it's going to be good, but it ended up being Worth a shot. pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I was, you know, I was willing to, you know, I have 14 meters of drains here, so if it's not good, <laughs> there's, enough, there, there's, there's, uh, there's enough of drain for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. How did the, I don't think we really talked about this one briefly. How did, was this one, um, I'm sorry, the name of it is the Japanese. The Nanatsu no Taizai, yeah. So that was just for Peche Day? Um, or was it like yes. you did it anyway? Or just, yeah, well me and JF, we were, we were just talking about doing Peche here, you know, just for fun. Yeah, give it a shot. I know there's been a big, you know, a big thing now with Peche in Ontario, with the coffee. LCBO yeah. wants to ban Peche oh. uh, because of the caffeine content. So we're talking, me and Jeff are talking, oh, we should, I mean, I could make a peche here once in a while. Yeah. You know, just for you and maybe branded, branded GCL. Right. Or, or not. And I'd say, well, why don't we do just a collab? Mm-hmm. And for me, I like peche, but, you know, I wanted a little bit less alcohol, a little mm-hmm. drier. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I say, okay, well, let's make a version of, you know, the way that the kind of I see peche a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you stole into it and say, we'll make it the lager. And we'll add a little bit of smoke malt in it. So uh, Nanatsu, no, your own little, uh, yeah. So Nanatsu, no, Taizai means sin, okay. and Nanatsu means seven. So it's seven, seven deadly, sins. Seven oh, deadly sins. sins. So you know, peshe peshe mortel. So I want to keep the uh, and the boat here is like in Japan in the Edo times. They were all the sinners. They were they were sending the Banished sinners on on, the, boat. Yeah. on, on islands oh. and that, that, that type of boat. And I put the little snake for peshe mortel. You know, oh. the little snake on that. So that's the label. That's where it is. That's like that's dope. So many tie-ins with these yeah, things. So many styles yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I remember it was that that was like in Montreal. We went to the to the that Milan Brew Pub, and I remember that was then. I, I just assumed it was a part of it. Did that come out beforehand? Before before uh, Peche Day in March or whatever. Uh, no, we released it on Peche Day. On Peche Day? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. So it was like yeah. nice and fresh yeah. for that. Yeah, it was cool that you guys are doing it out here. To sort of, uh, you know, keep it's it. fun, man. You know, we, me and JF, we we always been very good friends, and uh, and now our our relationship is even stronger than ever. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I always had a lot of respect. He's been the best boss ever, and I'm, you know, I I really, you know, Dutiel, you know, give me a, you know, a good, you know, a lot of a good good values too. And now, you know, I'm an owner. You know, yeah. I have 20 staff and. And Jeff's always been an amazing boss, and you know, I want I want to be the same. You know, so, so I think I think my staff respects me a lot. I hope so. <laughs> but uh, but I got I got that from them. You know, they're good they're good souls. Had to treat yeah, so it's so it's great that we can do do uh, you know do beers. We'll collaborate more. 
Yeah, that you know, JF, you know, I'm, I'm trying to limit. I, I don't like collaborating that much anymore. It has to be very special. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously with JF is special, so I'll, I'll collaborate anytime with this guy. That's good. So, yeah. Are you looking to try maybe a distro in Quebec or not uh, yet? Possibly. I, I want. I've been having a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, requests and there's a, there's a few people who wants to, yeah, he wants to, uh, uh, I would say, not import, but distribute. And uh, the only problem now is with the, I'm, I'm sure you the heard SAQ. it many times, the SAQ. Yeah. So, it, it, for me, my beer is going to be faster on tap in Japan, sending it by boat <laughs> wow. than, than in Quebec. That's I mean, crazy. We are, we're having a problem here, right? So That's crazy. It's so, so ridiculous. So as long as, you know, the SAQ are keeping it that way, yeah. I don't know. Or I would have to choose very specific styles that I don't mind, you know, like, okay, it takes two months and a half before it's uh, mm -hmm. like my Maybach my or, yeah. you know, like, yeah. We, 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 yeah, we have it on time, but yeah, beers like that. But I don't think I would send my green tea IPA. No. Right. So yeah, we'll, yeah see. we'll see how it goes. Unless you do through something like Transbrew or whatever, like a gluten work, like Bose do. To brew, to brew there? Or? Well, they don't brew there. They brew out of Bangkok, I think. But they okay. like they go through. There's a company called Transbrew, owned by Gutenberg. Okay. And they have a like a, a storage in the Gutenberg right. brewery. Right. Okay. So Bose took them 15 months, and it cost them like 50 Gs to get the paperwork done. That's okay. how dumb it is. That's why Bose wow. is the only Ontario brewery aside from Main Street, whatever. Once yeah. Bought out. I see. Okay, I didn't know the story. Right. So like. It is a Oshlaga, so there's yeah. Oshlaga brew, like Oshlaga and then uh, Gutenberg next to each other in the same building. Yeah, yeah, Gutenberg up on the Trans brew. Like, so I'll tell you about it more afterwards. Seems pretty cool. Like it might be the one way to do it. Those guys seem uh, like they know their stuff, and you can have your own sales reps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, or you can use their channels. Okay. Um, and they, they do a lot of distro for a lot of people. I think they yeah. seem like a good bunch of people. That's cool. No, yeah. Now I just have to be to be careful a little bit, right? Because I now I'm. Well, you got to be out of service. The well, you know, I, I, yeah, and you know, here it's it's not even a year, and uh, you know, it's getting. I, I see it every day. You know, it's getting. Well, now today it seems like a, I don't know why we have a lot of reservations tonight, but this place is getting busier, and I and I have to be careful with you know the the demand versus what I what I can produce yeah. produce. So, you know, I export a little bit in Japan, export a little bit in the U.S. for fun. Uh, but uh, you know, the, keep it manageable. Yeah, the main thing is is here. You know, yeah. it's like uh, it's, it's, it's my retail and my brew pub. So I have, I don't want to say yes too fast to smart. So yeah, I don't want to rush. It. I love it, um, brother. I think that's. I think we're pretty much nailed that. Cool. Um, thank you so much for your time, man. Really yeah, appreciate thank you it. Thank you so much. Genuine Seriously, pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. Great thank chat, you. Man. Thank Thanks you. It's an honor. Us. Seriously. Yeah. Thank oh, you so likewise, much. bro. Cheers. Um, thank you. Where can it? Oh, no, we're not finished. We have to wrap it up. <laughs> where can they find you online? Uh, wow. Okay. Um, well, the website's been a it's been a splash page since beginning. Yeah. I'm, I'm not very big on social media. I'm the one doing everything. Doing it right. But uh, website's under construction. So you know, Godspeedbrewery.com. Uh, Instagram, uh, Godspeed Beer, and uh, Facebook, uh, Godspeed Brewery. Yep. Uh, I ditched Twitter. I don't use that anymore. Okay, so, good to have uh, just in case. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> I'll tell you later. We are in a social media agency. This is like our life. Okay, uh, Twitter, right. Twitter's good. Okay, yeah. so that's coming. <laughs> that's what. That's where you can find <laughs> okay. me for now. And obviously, two forty-two Coxwell Avenue in Toronto. Come down. See Come the down. Brew pub. Beautiful brew Eat pub. The food. Awesome beer. Get some beers to go. Drink it. It's perfect. You're a legend, bro. Cheers. Guys, Thank if you, you so enjoyed much. the episode. 
you. Smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on social media at BOS Podcast, and check out the long form audio so you can hear very attractive people like Luke right here talking about very cool things like beer. Uh, Apple Podcast, Google Play, wherever you get it. That is it, y'all. Thanks again. Get it in ya. Get it Cheers. in ya. Peace. Cheers.